Welcome to I'm the Other Guy. This is the podcast where up-and-coming comedians talk about their one-to-one offstage experiences with the greats of comedy. I'm your host, Christian Lawrence. Our theme song is by Superfun Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship. You can see Superfun perform live in St. Louis on July 3rd at Foam and on August 7th at the Schlafly Tap Room. My guest on today's show is St. Louis-based comic Jonathan Venegoni. John is in charge of the longest-running open mic in St. Louis, the Fitz's Open Mic. John is also a former member of Bare Knuckle Comedy, the comedy collective that produces this podcast that you're listening to right now with your own personal ears. A couple years ago, John got to open up for Hollywood legend Pauly Shore. Their interaction offstage was brief, but John definitely left with a memory that will last a lifetime. It should also be noted that in this interview, both John and myself call out Austin, Texas comic Aaron Brooks for a story about his interaction with Pauly Shore. I've been playing email tag with Aaron for the better part of a year now, so this is it. Aaron Brooks, you and I are going to talk. So strap yourself in, kids. This is my interview with Jonathan Venegoni about Pauly Shore. Oh, I'm the other guy. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about. Um, your experience with uh, with Pauly Shore. So tell me, <sighs> tell me what this is. Tell me about, tell me about this. Okay, this was uh, I guess a couple years ago now, close to, okay. um, and it was uh, it was plush. It was the plush venue. Yeah, off, uh, I think it was, it was like Locust and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really cool place. But rest in peace, plush. Right, that was a cool venue. Yeah. Um, they were more of a music venue, <clears throat> more so than a venue that could like book and have comedy shows like the seating was just kind of an issue like that it kind of like set up tables it was just it was very possible and they they did it they did do it well you know but it, it wasn't their bag like they were better at putting on a music show and so they they had this uh they they had Paulie Shore and I uh forgot who I submitted a video to it was like oh it was, it was uh, Sarah Cochran she was like the promoter and booker over there and she like works for the RFT now but oh. she's really cool and uh she booked me because she saw me at the RFT showcase in 2013 and so then she booked me to open up for Pauly Shore. Uh, I believe it was that year. I think it was just, it was 2013, like right after that, it was like May. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, 2013 was like my best year, and like I was way worse at comedy than I am now. <laughs> that always sucks. <laughs> or maybe I got worse. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Uh, but anyways, so it was, uh, I think it was a weekend show. I think it was like a Friday night type of deal. Yeah. And... Uh, I got there, you know, early, like I should, you know, the type of deal to kind of like scope out the scene, see how much time they wanted me to do, you know, if they wanted me to introduce everybody or shotgun type of thing. And so I was, I was just opening and I waited there, like I ate, I waited for like an hour and a half and I was like, oh, when did they get here? They're like, I don't know when they got here, but they were there the whole time and they were just told like, evidently the staff was told not to tell people they were there yet. Oh God. It was just like... I'm opening, like I'm performing with the guy type of deal. You've been waiting uh, there for an hour and a half? Well, I, I ate and stuff. Like I was I was anxious. Like I'm not okay. gonna put this all on them. I was still anxious. But okay. the thing is though, is I was like, oh, I figured I'd see him when they're walking in because I'm early type of deal. Right. And uh so that was that was kind of off putting. I was like, oh, so I'm just they really just didn't want to see me. Right. Um but uh Sarah comes up and she's like, Oh, well, we'll get up there and because I was asking her, I was like, How much time do I do? Like what's what the fuck's going on type of deal? She's like, Oh, they're upstairs, it's like sweet two something. It was I walked up some stairs and I got up there and I knocked like the door was closed, so I knocked on it, and then it was like a bodyguard 
that answered it, I believe. It was like the guy that was kind of in the group. Like he had a couple like bodyguards type of deal. There was like a manager there. And then uh, Steve Simone, like his uh, like his feature guy that was working with him was there and he was really cool. I really liked him. Yeah. When I walked in, I was like, hey guys, what's going on? I'm, <clears throat> I'm John, I'll be opening up. And it like, <laughs> Paul, I didn't even look at me. I was like, oh. And then I talked to, I, I saw like the manager saying there and I was like, how much time should we do? And then Paulie's like, not looking at me was like, well, how much do you have? I was like, I don't know. I've probably between like a 10 and 15 minute, like good set. And he was like, we'll keep it closer to 10 then. And I was like, oh, but, but it was just like, a, oh, okay. Right. Like, all right. You know, like, I guess he wanted me to speak, you know, very decisive, <sighs> but also like, here's the, here's the thing. That night, Jerry Seinfeld was fucking performing down the street. There was like 63 or maybe 70 tickets total sold to this fucking thing. And they were like 25 or $30 tickets. I think he had a crazy guarantee or something. Whatever. Hey, he's famous. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm a piece of shit compared to him, <laughs> you know, when it comes to fame. But like, um, yeah, so I sold probably 50 plus tickets. This was like the biggest show of, of like my life so far. I was like, holy shit. And you know, Paul Shore, guys, like a name you've Fuck yeah. I'm open up for somebody famous type of deal. Totally. And, uh, so like I sold like all my family was there like pretty much all my friends were there I sold like 55 60 tickets like I I got on the fucking grind and did it right and he maybe himself probably sold like 20 more like besides me like hey I, I don't mean to be a dick here but like I brought most of that crowd so uh I feel like he was welcome for that like Jerry Seinfeld was performing down the street that was like the first thing he said when he got on stage he like hey guys Jerry Seinfeld is performing down the street and I was like ah it was just kind of like a defeatist way to do it and then also like the fact that he was just really not he didn't even want to look at me in the dressing because I just wanted to say like hi it was nice to meet you like I'm a big fan type of deal which isn't like a a big deal. I'm performing. I guess it was a professional thing, but I wasn't fucking getting paid that night. And like he, you know, he right. didn't, I was getting paid in exposure to my family. So it's like, okay, cool, whatever, dude. And, uh, he did his set, like Steve Simone, the feature guy killed it and was super cool and super nice and welcoming. And like, uh, we were out having like a beer at the bar and he was just kind of giving me advice, telling me what he liked, what he didn't like. He was like really shit that a guy of his level like doesn't have to do for like a younger guy type of deal. It was really nice of him. That's cool. And then afterwards, Paulie was having like a, I was going to try to say thanks to him, but like he was having a, a quote unquote meet and greet out in the, out in the lobby. And like both of his bodyguards were like standing off to the side and there was like a couch in front of him. People couldn't like see him or touch him or shake his hand for the meet and greet. They had to like sit on a couch in front of him. That's not a meet and greet. That's like a sit in front of me and I'll let you take a picture with me. He turned himself into a wax statue basically. Did they sat on a couch in front of him? Yeah, they put a couch and he stood behind the couch. And so like people couldn't like full on hug him and stuff oh, like that. Oh, like I'm here I yeah. am sitting. Yeah, in front it's just like, oh, your highness. Like get the fuck out of here with your oh. bodyguards and shit. Like people just wanted to We're a friendly town. It just wasn't I maybe I'm so Midwestern, like that, that I just don't realize like people should be nasty to each other. He doesn't owe me anything, he doesn't owe anybody anything. And, and maybe I'm sure he's a really fucking nice guy. I mean, like I really I liked his movies as a kid, but he was just so standoffish to me and I felt like I felt like I was just a turd. I even, I brought like a little weed too, just in case if they're looking around, you right. know, and, and you know, nobody wanted it, I guess. But you know, I was, I was trying to be cool, but I, I guess I tried to be cool and I was expecting, I was like, oh my God, here's my big break. I get to open Paula Shore and suddenly he's going to be like, I'm going to make you a star. That's not going <laughs> to, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So I was just, I actually netted negatively from the show because, you know, I you know paid 50 extra bucks for that bag of weed. And then I bought a nice dinner when they sold a full menu and sat there for an hour and a half drinking by myself before the show. And I wasn't, yeah, I, was, I felt like I was treated like dirt besides by Steve. Steve was such a cool guy. I really liked him. 
I'm sure Paul is a nice guy again. Like, I don't want to be a dick, but like he, he was just, you're going to put a couch in front of you. Like people paid like 25, 30 bucks to come see you and you're not going to give them a hug. Like if somebody, fuck, if, if, if somebody's like, Hey, there's a room in Seattle and people want to see, there's like 25 people that paid like 10 bucks. They'd be like, I'll go out. Oh my God. 25 people in a different city that don't know me want to see me. That's awesome. And then I'd probably give them a hug. Maybe it's because I'm desperate and not famous, but I don't know. I think that's maybe it is a Midwestern thing. I don't know. I'm totally. I, Are you with I, me on that one? Absolutely. A okay. meet and greet. Yeah, a meet and greet. It was a sit on a couch in front of me and I act like I'm taking a picture with you. And that's like that's not a meet and greet. <laughs> that is not. A, that I don't think that. I don't. I can't say I felt like I would have met Pauly Shore if I sat on a couch in front of him. Yeah, exactly. That's like a. <laughs> oh, okay. That's how it is. You can't even like walk by like give him like a handshake because it's. Imagine, like, if you're standing behind that couch and, like, how close we can actually interact. You know, it's like a, like, yeah. leaning over, like, very, yeah. very minimal give me, give contact. Me. It's like, don't touch the Polly. And it's yeah, just it's like, like, you I reach didn't. your hand up, like, behind you, hey, can I get a five? And Polly's like, no, I don't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's like, and that's kind of what it was. And then afterwards, it was just like a, they had like this fucking, row of like white suburbans for like the whole entourage or whatever and like then like Paulie was like whisked between people to the things like dude nobody's fucking mobbing you like people left the show already like it's wow. I'm outside smoking I saw that and I was just like bye dude thanks no no response I was like okay jeez yeah I, well I mean I, in his defense I am a loser but <laughs> you're not you're not a loser you were in you know you were in a, a very different position oh yeah and also was. like I'm no I'm you know I'm nothing in career wise and you know like even potential, I mean, because he's already proven that he has it. Like, he's been in fucking movies and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, but I was just like, a, oh, all right, Paul. Because, I mean, like, I, then later, you know, the year afterwards and later that year, I got to open up for the Sklar Brothers. They were super friendly. They're St. Louis natives. And, like, for real, like, they've been living in New York for years. But I can tell that they were born and raised here. Like, people call us assholes. I know maybe St. Louisans are referred to as assholes by other cities, but like, I don't know, maybe we have a different kind of nice. I don't know. Like they were just so <laughs> nice and welcoming. They gave me advice. Like they, they told me one bit they didn't want me to step on theirs because I had a similar one. Right. But uh, that was, that was right. A side thing. And uh, Dan sex hour. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Like he, he booked that and he's a really cool guy. He's a good yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, he and I actually saw John Mulaney together recently. He got me a ticket and it was, it was a blast. It Dude, was so good. John, is awesome. I, whatever he writes, I think is just great. Like his stories are just gold. They're, they're so great. He's but, awesome. But back to the Sklar brothers, they're gold too. Like they're really funny guys. And, uh, and I saw them and, and, and they, they walked in and I was just like, I was trying to be cool. I didn't, you know, I already had the Pauly thing. I was like, maybe they'll be mean to me. So I was just trying to be like, what's <laughs> up? You know, just trying to be, uh, yeah, you got to put that wall around yourself. Yeah. Like, Hey dude, just fucking sitting here with my leather jacket with the collar up smoking in the wind, you know, like what's up? <laughs> You know, I wasn't smoking inside the venue, though. That's not allowed. Yeah, like, they, they sat down, like, oh, man, we are stuffed. But, like, they had Evo's pizza sent there. I think it was, like, part of their contract. Like, hey, can you guys get us a couple pizzas? Which I'm sure the venue was just like, yeah, dude, we'll get you a couple Evo's pizzas. Like, they, <laughs> they missed their hometown type of deal. And they were like, I don't even know how we're doing this. We just ate a big old thing of Lions Choice, like, two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> they got, like, a Lions Choice there, too. And I was like, welcome back, dude. Welcome back. <laughs> And uh, we shot the shit. You know, we did the typical where'd you go to high school? They were like Parkway West, like really close to. They grew up really close to where I grew up. Oh. I was I was like Marquette Lafayette area. So. Look at this yeah. guy. Look yeah, at this just guy. all those all those West County white boys. Oh but like, uh, yeah. So they were really cool. And and uh, I was talking to them, and they were like, "You have a you have a really cool voice, and like you do voiceovers and stuff, right?" They didn't say like I should I should do voiceovers. They asked like, "You do voiceovers, right?" And I was like, "Oh, who, this old thing? No, get out of here." <laughs> <clears throat> 
<laughs> and so they, that was, maybe they were just flattering me or something, just being nice. But like, I, I was, I was genuinely flattered by it. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody, well, you somebody's do, done some shit. You have okay. a very, you have an awesome voice. Oh, you do. I feel it's just like so annoying and loud and red. Like when I hear it in my own head, I'm like, sorry guys. No, no. Like, uh, I can't, uh, you know, the guy who does the voice of Bender. Okay. Like, like that. Kind of like that. Kind of mm-hmm. raspy. Maybe loud, but yeah. awesome. Okay, well, that's thank you. you. Yeah, totally it's it's these big tar bags. I was it's talking about these, these big old lungs. Tar bags, tar bags. lungs. Good, <laughs> set, good set of bags in here. That's <laughs> why I played the tuba, man. But uh, oh, I can tell you, like, there's a there's a there's a different Pauly Shore story inside mine. Like Aaron Brooks had a great Pauly Shore story. I've been trying and to mine get. I've been trying to get him. Like <clears throat> I almost. He's in fucking Austin. Yeah, he is. He's so far away, and he's he's so great though. I miss him. He's good. I miss that dude. Yeah. I miss his... Okay, uh, you know what? I'm putting this in. Uh, I've been trying to talk to you for a while now. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, about your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan and I are both looking at you right now. Because you had a good Polly Shore story. And I didn't. Well, we're going to talk to you, Aaron Brooks. Uh, listeners, Aaron Brooks is next. I'm tagging you on Facebook, Aaron Brooks. Oh, consider yourself tagged. Oh! Snap. Oh, shit. Not enough. Uh, you run probably the, the coolest open mic here in St. Louis oh, at Fitz's. That's really nice. Well, dude. it is the best one. There's Well, it's just, no, it's just the longest running, like, independent, like, the non, yeah. non-club affiliated independent open mic. You well, know, this like, is the, well, why, why it's good is that, like, almost every time I come to it, which is, I'm trying to get to more frequently now. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen you around more. You're, well, you're, you're getting, you're getting on that. The, uh, there's, there's almost always people there. There's like yeah. pe- there's people like there at that open mic, whereas like at some of the others in town, it's like comics are there and then that's it. I have a I have a couple things going for me, but the, some of them are gifts and curses. Like I have the the longevity, like it's been going for a while, so there's consistency and people know it's it's happened every week. But then because of that consistency, it's also a curse. People will get almost turned off. They're like, I've been to that show like ten times, and I understand. You right. know how many like little like mini fan bases we've gone through like through that show. Like every couple months, we get like a new group of people that like it, but then they get. You know, sick of it, which I I get fucking sick of my show too. You know, sitting there watching it all the time. Right. I watch watch all these dickheads. You know, <laughs> tell me about themselves. You know, we've had plenty of really terrible nights. Like where it's been like, I mean, but we have like a tapering off problem. Like we'll have like a big full crowd till like eleven forty five, but then people are tired. Everybody's tired. If you have twenty three guys going up, or sometimes thirty two. Thirty two is my record. I did thirty two right under two hours. Jesus, dude. I'm a clock Nazi, dude. I don't fuck around. <laughs> so um, <laughs> move that shit along. <laughs> Yeah. You, you, what you're really good at is you're, you seem to be able to like remain like an amenable host, but you're also like, get this fucker off stage. It's time to get to the next person. Oh yeah. You're able to like, you, you oh, strike I, a very good balance. Oh, well, thank you, buddy. I mean, like I, I try, I very rarely have to just go and be like, Hey, your time's up and take the microphone <laughs> back. I've had to do that a couple of times and that's embarrassing just for everybody. You know, I, I don't like doing that. I'm not confrontational, but also though, I can get the fuck off stage. We got... 17 more comics and it's like oh sorry dude this isn't your fucking show time at the apollo show this is a, a comedy show in a root beer factory so <laughs> just you know relax about it buddy like it's a fun show but you how know. long have you how long have you done it oh uh i'm coming up on four years what yeah dude and I, I know you've been doing bare knuckle a little bit longer though haven't you Yeah, well, something like that but you know the uh you started it with kelsey or do, well, Kelsey started. Kelsey started, it. started mm. it, and then she decided she had like fifty other things to do, and then yeah, well, she the, she moved to Ireland like that December. It was like September of uh, I guess like two thousand. Shit, it was like eleven, I guess, or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, 2011. Oh. And then uh, she started in September, and I remember the first time I came up, she wouldn't let me on the show because I was too late. So I didn't even get to go on until like the third week, and I showed up a couple more times too late, and she didn't let me on. Oh, and then I started showing up early and like helping her out, and she told me she wanted to go, and I was like, oh my god, I could you know, like, I could run it for you when you're gone, or whatever. And then she was like, well, I'm gonna still keep it open to other people, and I was, I guess, I was just more eager. And then you know, right, right, you you were you were there, you were the guy who's gonna. Hey, I'm yeah. going to do it. So, yeah. And so, I mean, she ran it for like three months. I've actually, you know, I've been the host a little bit longer. But if <laughs> yeah, a not little for bit, her. Maybe a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, if not for her, though, it wouldn't have existed. So right. that's pretty cool. Right. That's cool. What else? Uh, do you have anything else that you like, you know, you want to, you want people to know about? Anything you want to promote? Anything um, you want? Uh... Well, my, my Twitter is John Venegoni, J-O-N-V-E-N-E-G-O-N-I. Are you tweeting a lot? Uh, I tweet a little bit. I, I'm on Instagram too. Like you can find me at John Venagoni or Jonathan Venagoni. Jonathan Venagoni on Instagram. So John Venagoni, J O N, John Venagoni on Twitter. Jonathan Venagoni on, on Instagram. Yeah, if you search both those names, I'm one of like, I think I'm probably the only Jonathan Venagoni in the country. There might be somebody else, but I come up first in Google, bitch. Right? Yeah. Slap him in the face. Exactly. Hey, other Jonathan Venagoni, like <laughs> try, try, dude, try to come up on me. <laughs> I show it. yourself. I claim that shit. Fucking show yourself. Fuck you. Oh, so belligerent. Gut you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, this was yeah. awesome. Oh, well, hey, yeah. Awesome, I, I had a great time, Christian. It's, oh, it's always you. so much fun talking to you. Yeah. I mean, hey, guys, we're shaking hands. We're shaking hands right we're now. We're shaking hands right now. We're just going to keep shaking hands. Yeah, still shaking hands. It's still going on. Yeah, I can feel my man boob jiggling. Oh, yeah. Of. I kind of got like that. It's I like got a, that as well. Oh, gosh. You're, 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 Don't tell anybody. Are your tar bags feeling okay? My tar bags are feeling pretty good. Actually, oh. I, I could go for putting some tar. Can we step on your Let, stereo? Here's balcony? what we're going to do. We're going to do even one better. We're going to go up on the fucking roof. Get the fuck out of here. That was my interview with Jonathan Venegoni about Pauly Shore. These are the kind of stories that comics love to tell but can't really tell on stage. I'm always on the lookout for these kind of stories, so if you know someone or are someone with a story like this, contact me at imtheotherguidepodcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet at at barenucklehaha. I'm the Other Guy is part of the Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast Network, so check out some of our other podcasts. There's Instant Expert, hosted by Andrew Mahalovich, in which Andrew interviews comedians, improvisers, and other compulsive liars about jobs they don't have and topics they know nothing about. The comic learns what they're going to be interviewed about as soon as the interview starts. Check out Justin Needs a Ride. Comedian Justin Luke doesn't have a car, so he might as well interview the other comedians who cart him around to shows in their cars while they drive him there. And of course, there's Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast, coming soon, which features audio from the comics and other performers recorded live at the longest-running independent comedy show in St. Louis. Speaking of that live show, Bare Knuckle Comedy will be performing our variety show the second Saturday of every month at the Improv Shop in the Central West End here in St. Louis. Our next one is July 11th, and will be Bare Knuckle Comedy's first show that is primarily sketch comedy. The Improv Shop charges $5 for all the shows, so come on and get your comedies. You can't beat that price. I'm Christian Lawrence. This has been I'm the Other Guy. May the Ascendant Masters guide you through this Aquarian age. Bare Knuckle Comedy.